0: Story 11 of In a Steamer Chair and Other Stories This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Wales. In a Steamer Chair and Other Stories by Robert Barr Story 11 My Stowaway Ye can play your jokes on nature and play em slick she'll grin a grin but land sakes friend look out for the kick one night about eleven o'clock i stood at the stern of that fine atlantic steamship the city of venice which was ploughing its way through the darkness towards america i leaned on the rounded bulwark and enjoyed a smoke as i gazed on the luminous trail the wheel was making in the quiet sea some one touched me on the shoulder saying beg pardon sir and on straightening up i saw in the dim light a man whom at first i took to be one of the steerage passengers i thought he wanted to get past me for the room was rather restricted in the passage between the aft wheelhouse and the stern and i moved aside the man looked hurriedly to one side and then the other and approaching said in a whisper i'm starving sir why don't you go and get something to eat then don't they give you plenty forward i suppose they do sir but i'm a stowaway i got on at liverpool what little i took with me is gone and for two days i've had nothing come with me i'll take you to the steward he'll fix you all right oh no 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 he cried trembling with excitement "'If you speak to any of the officers or crew, I'm lost. "'I assure you, sir, I'm an honest man. "'I am indeed, sir. "'It's the old story, nothing but starvation at home, "'so my only chance seemed to be to get this way to America. "'If I'm caught, I shall get dreadful usage "'and be taken back and put in jail.' "'Oh, you're mistaken. "'The officers are all courteous gentlemen.' Yes, to you cabin passengers they are, but to a stowaway, that's a different matter. If you can't help me, sir, please don't inform on me. How can I help you but by speaking to the captain or purser? Get me a morsel to eat. Where were you hid? Right here, sir, in this place, and he put his hand on the square deck edifice beside us this seemed to be a spare wheelhouse used if anything went wrong with the one in front it had a door on each side and there were windows all round it at present it was piled full of cane folding steamer chairs and other odds and ends i crawl in between the chairs and the wall and get under that piece of tarpaulin well you're sure of being caught for the first fine day All these chairs will be taken out, and the deck steward can't miss you. The man sighed as I said this, and admitted the chances were much against him. Then, starting up, he cried, Poverty is the great crime. If I had stolen someone else's money, I would have been able to take cabin passage instead of, If you weren't caught. Well, if I were caught, what then? I would be well fed and taken care of oh they'd take care of you the waste food in this great ship would feed a hundred hungry wretches like me does my presence keep the steamer back a moment of time no well who is harmed by my trying to better myself in a new world no one i am begging for a crust from the lavish plenty all because i am struggling to be honest It is only when I become a thief that I am out of danger of starvation, caught or free. There, there, now, don't speak so loud, or you'll have someone here. You hang around, and I'll bring you some provender. What would you like to have? Poached eggs on toast, roast turkey, or— The wretch sank down at my feet as I said this, and, recognizing the cruelty of it, I hurried down into the saloon and hunted up a steward who had not yet turned in. Steward, I said, can you get me a few sandwiches or anything to eat at this late hour? Yes, sir, certainly, sir. Beef or am, sir? Both. And a cup of coffee, please. Well, sir, I'm afraid there's no coffee, sir. But I can make you a pot of tea in a moment, sir. All right. And bring them to my room, please. Yes, sir. In a very short time, there was that faint steward rap at the stateroom door, and a most appetizing tray load was respectfully placed at my service. When the waiter had gone, I hurried up the companionway with much the air of a man who is stealing fowls, and I found my stowaway just in the position I had left him. Now, pitch in, I said. I'll stand guard forward here, and if you hear me cough, strike for cover i'll explain the tray matter if it's found he simply said thank you sir and i went forward when i came back the tray had been swept clean and the teapot emptied my stowaway was making for his den when i said how about to-morrow he answered this'll do me for a couple of days Nonsense. I'll have a square meal for you here in the corner of this wheelhouse so that you can get at it without trouble. I'll leave it about this time to-morrow night. You won't tell anyone, anyone at all, sir? No. At least I'll think over the matter and if I see a way out, I'll let you know. God bless you, sir. I turned the incident over in my mind a good deal that night. And I almost made a resolution to take Couples into my confidence. Roger Couples, a lawyer of San Francisco, sat next me at table, and with the freedom of wild westerners, we were already well acquainted, although only a few days out. Then I thought of putting a suppositious case to the captain, he was a thorough gentleman, and if he spoke generously about the suppositious case, I would spring the real one on him. The stowaway had impressed me by his language as being a man worth doing something for. Next day, I was glad to see that it was rainy. There would be no demand for ship chairs that day. I felt that real sunshiny weather would certainly unearth or unchair my stowaway. I met Couples on deck, and we walked a few rounds together at last couples who had been telling me some stories of court trials in san francisco said let's sit down and wrap up this deck's too wet to walk on all the seats are damp i said i'll get out my steamer chairs steward he cried to the deck steward who was shoving a mop back and forth get me my chair there's a tag on it berth ninety-six No, no, I cried hastily. Let's go into the cabin. It's raining. Only a drizzle. Won't hurt you at sea, you know. By this time, the deck steward was hauling down chairs, trying to find number ninety six, which I felt sure would be near the bottom. I could not control my anxiety as the steward got nearer and nearer the tarpaulin. At last, I cried, "Uh, Steward, never mind that chair. Take the first two that come handy. Couples looked astonished, and as we sat down I said, I have something to tell you, and I trust you will say nothing about it to anyone else. There's a man under those chairs. The look that came into the lawyer's face showed that he thought me demented. But when I told him the whole story, the judicial expression came on, and he said, shaking his head, That's bad business. I know it yes but it's worse than you have any idea of i presume that you don't know what section forty seven thirty eight of the revised statute says <laughs> no i don't well it is to the effect that any person or persons who wilfully or with malice aforethought or otherwise shall aid abet succour or cherish either directly or indirectly or by implication any person who feloniously or secretly conceals himself on any vessel barge brig schooner bark clipper steamship or other craft touching at or coming within the jurisdiction of these united states the said person's purpose being the defrauding of the revenue of or the escaping any or all of the just legal dues exacted by such vessel barge etc the person so aiding or abetting shall in the eye of the law be considered as accomplice before during and after the illegal act and shall in such case be subject to the penalties accruing thereunto to wit a fine of not more than five thousand dollars or imprisonment of not more than two years or both at the option of the judge before whom the party so accused is convicted great heavens is that really so well it isn't word for word but that is the purport of course if i had my books here i why you've doubtless heard of the case of the pacific steamship company versus cumberland I was retained on behalf of the company now all cumberland did was to allow the man who was sent up for two years to carry his valise on board but we proved the intent like a fool he boasted of it but the steamer brought back the man and cumberland got off with four thousand dollars and costs never got out of that scrape less than ten thousand dollars then again, the steamship Peruvian versus McNish. That is even more of the see here, couples. Come with me tonight and see the man. If you heard him talk, you would see the inhumanity. But tush, I'm not fool enough to mix up in such a matter, and see here, you'll have to work it pretty slick if you get yourself out. The man will be caught as sure as fate. Then, knowingly or through fright, he'll incriminate you what would you do if you were in my place my dear sir don't put it that way it's a reflection on both my judgment and my legal knowledge i couldn't be in such a scrape but as a lawyer minus the fee i'll tell you what you should do you should give the man up before witnesses before witnesses i'll be one of them myself get as many of the cabin passengers as you like out here to-day and let the officers search if he charges you with what the law terms support deny it and call attention to the fact that you have given information by the way i would give written information and keep a copy i gave the man my word not to inform on him and so i can't do it to-day but i'll tell him of it to-night and have him commit suicide or give himself up first and incriminate you nonsense just release yourself from your promise that's all he'll trust you yes poor wretch i'm afraid he will about ten o'clock that night i resolved to make another appeal to roger cupples to at least stand off and hear the man talk cupples stateroom number ninety six was in the forward part of the steamer down a long passage and off a short side passage mine was aft the cabin the door of ninety-six was partly open and inside an astonishing sight met my gaze there stood my stowaway he was evidently admiring himself in the glass and with a brush was touching up his face with dark paint here and there when he put on a woe look he was the stowaway when he chuckled to himself he was roger cupples esq the moment the thing dawned on me i quietly withdrew and went up the forward companionway soon Couples came cautiously up and seeing the way clear scudded along in the darkness and hid in the aft wheelhouse i saw the whole thing now it was a scheme to get me to make a fool of myself some fine day before the rest of the passengers and have a standing joke on me i walked forward the first officer was on duty i have reason to believe i said that there is a stowaway in the aft wheelhouse. quicker than it takes me to tell it a detachment of sailors were sent aft under the guidance of the third mate I went through the saloon and smoking-room and said to the gentlemen who were playing cards and reading, There's a row upstairs of some kind. We were all on deck before the crew had surrounded the wheelhouse. There was a rattle of steamer-folded chairs, a pounce by the third mate, and out came the unfortunate couples dragged by the collar. Hold on! Let go! This is a mistake! you can't both hold on and let go said stalker of indiana come out of this cried the mate jerking him forward with a wrench the stowaway tore himself free and made a dash for the companionway a couple of sailors instantly tripped him up let go of me i'm a cabin passenger cried couples bless me i cried in astonishment this isn't you couples why, I acted on your own advice and that of revised statutes number whatever they were. Well, act on my advice again, cried the infuriated Couples, and go to the hold. However, he was better in humor the next day and stood treat all around. We found subsequently that Couples was a New York actor and at the entertainment given for the benefit of the sailors' orphans a few nights after he recited a piece in costume that just melted the ladies it was voted a wonderfully touching performance and he called it the stowaway end of story eleven